Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges for creating a website. Please help free this peaceful man. Go to freeross.org and sign and share the petition. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dissecting Liberty podcast. Uh, today is just me and Zero, hey. and uh, we Zero has some words. He has That's some right. words, so I'm gonna let him get to it. Yeah, Zero speaks words. Cool. <laughs> no, so um, yeah, I, I I think I have a rant to get off my chest. Um, yeah, it's just it, all these current events with what the uh, the state is doing. It's just it's pissing me off, and uh, the the fact that no one is talking about anything that's actually important, at least in my mind, is I don't know. Yeah, like you feel all alone, but. Um, I don't know. It like starting with uh this twelve hundred dollar stimulus check that everyone's getting, right? Like no one like everyone's talking about oh how they're gonna spend their stimulus money, but no one realizes that or at least most people don't seem to realize that 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 money is just like a distraction. It's it's throw it's throwaway money, um, because I, well, what is it like eighty five, ninety five percent to like ninety percent of that stimulus bill is just corporate bailouts, right? Um, and they they they're just creating this money out of thin air, so it's it's not even it it's not even oh we're gonna you know, take, we're going to tax the rich and give to the poor, or it's not, oh, we're going to tax you and then somehow give it, give it back to you or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, even, even though it's like a, I guess, tax refund or whatever for some of us, uh, it's, it's, it's not our money. Like none of that $2 trillion stimulus, uh, bill, like none of that money is our money. They they just created it out of thin air because well, it's not like they're cutting the budget, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, they created this money out of thin air, and and what does that do? That devalues the money that we currently have. It's going to raise prices on everything else, and and of course that is going to it is going to punish uh, those that save, and so I, I got I got my stimulus check, and I didn't have any qualms about accepting it because my money's just going to get devalued anyway, and uh, so yeah, I, I used it to pay off some debt that I had. Like I didn't have that money sitting in the bank for twelve hours before I got rid of it. Uh, because that $2 trillion, that's going to make the price of everything else go up. 
And, and, and okay, and here's the other thing that really bothers me. It's the fact that m- tens of millions, uh, maybe maybe more. I, I don't know, you know, if a third of the workforce is out or not. I, I don't know the numbers on that, but I do know that tens of millions of people uh, are filing for unemployment or uh, unemployment insurance, and that's that's wild <laughs> you know what i mean um the government is telling americans that they can't go to work and like it, we're just accepting that right we're, okay we're, we're just gonna accept that Like I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away that someone that that the government is <laughs> men with guns. <laughs> uh-huh. Men with guns are telling you you can't go make a living to provide for your family. And okay, we're good with that. Yeah, we fought a rev- like our ancestors fought a revolutionary war. I, I don't want to say it's over much less. You know, some people they'll, they'll say, "Oh, you know, we uh, we killed British over a uh, like paltry tea tax or whatever," right? Yeah. Um. Like yes and no. Like they, they they started it, they started a a uh, they started protesting over that, and then the and then the British they uh, they stationed people or they stationed soldiers in their homes and they taxed them to you know whatever right uh, they they imposed martial law, but I mean is it that different today? You you don't have soldiers being quartered in your in your home but you're like being monitored in the exact same way like every single message that you know unless you have encryption or whatever the the government can monitor everything that you type in over you know online messaging right uh uh, <laughs> and then you know i don't know how many I, I don't even know how many of these encryption apps have a have a backdoor built in yeah i think it's whatsapp that is owned by facebook yeah owned so, by I mean... facebook okay yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna trust that one ha. yeah owned, they're owned by the private sector nsa oh yeah yeah definitely yeah the private sector and and, and that's the other thing is dude okay so fascism in an economic sense is a public private partnership the state tells that it'll you know it doesn't seize the means of production but like it's telling uh 
it's telling businesses what to do, right? Here's what you're going to produce. Like, like with that Defense Production Act and Trump authorizing that De- Defense Production Act, he's telling, what, what was it, GE or GM? He's, he was, he mandated that they produce ventilators, right? And that's, that's fascism. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we've had, like, we've, we've had fascism in this country, but, you know, it's just, it's resurging right now. And, uh, and, and no one's talking about that either, you know? I mean, I know we got some libertarians talking about it, but everyone else just, oh, I, I, I can't wait till things get back to normal. <laughs> That's what everyone's saying. It's, it's not going back to normal. Like, <laughs> it's not going back to normal. There, there's going to be a new normal and that's that's what this is all about this is this whole coronavirus thing in my opinion it's creating a new normal where you're okay with the government telling businesses what to do telling people that whether they can or cannot go to work um monitoring you at some at a level that is beyond what they're already doing what they're already what they were doing was bad enough it was dystopian level already now (laughs) they're they're partnering up or google like Google, Facebook, you know, all, all these different companies, these different corporations, these supposedly private corporations are just, they, they love, they're loving it. They're, (laughs) they're, they're just giving your information away, like everyone's information away. And it, it, and yeah, so they're not actually private corporations, you know. They're 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 government entities. Let's just call them that. Uh, the one thing that, uh, and I don't I don't know if you have some thoughts on this, Cotton. Uh, uh, go ahead and sure. uh, bring them uh, bring them. But uh, one, the one thing that I was surprised about, I I always thought here's here, here's my thought. Here's where these were my thoughts on um, kind of why we have a somewhat free market economy, right? I was thinking, okay, the state has like these, you know, the, the people that run this stuff, that they run this stuff, like they get it. If you want people to be incentivized to produce extraordinary like beyond what they would do under socialism you give them the illusion of freedom 
and they're going to just they're going to produce a lot and you can you can harvest the rewards right and you can fleece them and they'll accept that and so i i was i was surprised when they told the, ta the us tax cattle that we couldn't go to work but i was thinking about it today and um i'm, I'm trying to think here i, I was i was losing <laughs> i don't want to lose this train of thought yeah but okay no no here it is yeah they, they're telling us that we can't go to work okay but at the same time they just created $2 trillion worth of money. So they're not losing revenue. And we're all poor for it because prices are going up and people aren't going to have the money to go out and and start businesses and and invest because well why would you invest or take a risk right now right and i, I don't know did you have any thoughts on any of this well i'm thinking that if the whole point of this was to scare people so they could get away with this stuff then it would make sense that they would tell people not to go to work because if they put the economy uh, on a full stoppage, like of, I mean, not necessarily full, but you know, cause there are quote unquote essential workers, but I mean, whatever portion of the, uh, workforce that cannot work right now, they're not allowed. Uh, that is obviously going to create economic strain. And if they do that, they may see that as like, Oh, you know, we have to do this. Uh, we have to create this economic strain so that we can come in and, and swoop everybody and save the day by having, you know, the New Deal Part 2 and uh, just completely mm. screwing us. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it makes sense to me in that respect, in, like, that malicious respect. I'm not saying that's necessarily what they're doing, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And, and no, I mean, I, I have no problem attributing malicious intent to the state or the pow you know the powers beyond the uh the state that that we generally uh recognize right mm -hmm. and we have <laughs> no it's it's understandable but we have all these right wingers that and and centrist moderates whatever you know all these people that three months ago they were either mocking andrew yang for his stupid ubi idea <laughs> and yep. saying how are we going to pay for that and now that now that we're in this crisis, this government created crisis, right? 
they're it, we're we're just gonna we're we're gonna accept we're gonna accept the creating two trillion dollars out of thin air and we don't have to worry about where that money comes from like what <laughs> like i don't even understand how like what the thought process is with some people you know it's like oh well we couldn't afford it now but or before but now that the economy shut down and 25% of it is is gone for i don't know how long oh we have the money now we can just create it. like that's yeah. not how this works <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's part of the problem uh, with economic education now, because they made it so complicated. Like an an economics degree is useless nowadays. I mean, think of, I can tell you the most famous uh, person with an economics degree that you hear about almost daily. Oh, no. That's Alexandria (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez. And uh, it's just useless, and it's incredibly confusing. I mean, you look at a modern-day economics textbook, and it's gobbledygook. It's like mm. uh, trying to read a uh, uh, Sumerian or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, and and so what they did with that is they made the bar to try to understand economics incredibly high, because nobody can do it. It'd be like uh, trying to teach advanced calculus to middle school kids. But if only advanced calculus was like a fabrication, you know, and I'm not saying it isn't, but I mean, it, 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 they made it needlessly like something that everybody understands. Like when you're running your household, you're engaging in economics, but they made the field so incredibly uh, quantitative that the bar to try to understand it, or at least to understand the modern wave of economics is so incredibly high that nobody bothers to do it and they leave it to the experts they leave it to the intellectuals mm-hmm. and uh and i think um thomas Sowell did a lot of good work a lot of good anti-intellectual work just completely tearing down uh the fallacy of uh uh what's it called uh authority mm. uh, yeah the and, uh, uh the appeal to authority yeah yeah exactly or argument or arguing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but thomas Sowell did a lot of good work on that he has a book called intellectual no never mind never mind different oh, person different person <laughs> no no but thomas Sowell did did write a lot about uh how horrible the intellectuals were are uh rothbard did the same um and i mean there it's like uh College professors, uh, journalists, those are the intellectuals, and uh, the press. Mm. But, you know, not necessarily mutually exclusive there. But, I mean, like, their whole point is just to to maneuver the Overton window a certain direction or mm, back yeah. or forward or whatever. Uh and they've done that with economics, so now people are like, oh, I'll just let, you know, Paul Krugman deal with it. He's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. He's won a Nobel Prize in economics. How could he not know what he's doing? You yeah. Know? So that, it, everybody just leaves it to them. 
says the government knows what it's doing. Just let them work it out. They're playing 4D chess. They know what's going on. <laughs> and uh, let's just, you know, sit here like good little sheep and get our number, our individual number tattooed on our arm and <sighs> everything will be fine and uh, everything will go back to normal. No problem. No problem. And it seems to me that unless the media or Trump, you know, whoever, whoever people are looking to and listening to until someone brings something up, like no one's going to even, no one's going to think about it. You know, it's, Oh, okay. Uh, before this crisis, oh, we're we're not gonna. You can't just create money, right? How are we gonna pay for this? Yeah. And, and no, because no one in the media is talking about it, and no politician is talking about it. That thought is just it's it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like unless unless they're told what to think, so many people, even the even the people that like to think of themselves as, as intelligent the, the narrative is is being controlled and and people don't have uh, so many people don't have the capacity to create to create their own narrative and and have that be a uh, they, they don't you know like ha- have that being have that be part of the national conversation you know yeah there's too many alternative facts going around yeah and 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 to what you were saying earlier um you know how how many times i i don't argue with people on online as much anymore because (laughs) i don't hate myself nearly as Uh much right but how many times when you're sending someone a link how many times when you send someone a link will they respond with oh uh i, I like i don't i don't tr- you know i don't trust this this isn't a, a valid source this isn't a uh vetted source um and then here's here's my here's my uh here's my source it's from a guy with a degree and oh i didn't actually read this but hey this guy has three degrees and he must know what he's talking about (laughs) yeah And, and yeah and it's not even basing it's not even understanding the content under or understanding the argument or the subject it's oh this this guy who i've been told is smart and knows what he's talking about says he he agrees with me or i agree with this i i agree with this argument or storyline this narrative that i've been indoctrinated to agree with right so i don't know uh 
I, I guess I I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a little bit of kind of what I'm worried about seeing down the road. And uh let me know what you think, but uh Okay. <clears throat> I, I'm just kinda worried that we're gonna well, you brought up the tattoos earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we know in China that before uh, before you can like leave your apartment building or whatever, you have to scan. I don't know exactly how it works, but like you have to get scanned to see if you have a fever or whatever before you can leave the apartment building and then you have your cell phone and you're going everywhere. Right. And they're tracking you the whole time. And, uh, like I, I'm, I'm worried that we're heading towards a, something like that where, okay, if, if you want to travel anywhere, if you want to visit a grocery store, you're going to have to, either get vaccinated or be tested for the antibodies that exist in your body if you have had the coronavirus or whatever, COVID-19, and, you know, fought it off, right? Uh, so you're going to you're gonna have to get some sort of certification if you want to have access to public, um, you know, to, to going out in public. Uh, and th- they can do that because everyone has a cell phone and they're going to be able to, or they can track everywhere that you go. And so you, you don't even need a police state, really. Like you're going to have one, but it's going to be a virtual police state, right? And and the men with guns are only going to come when they get a... uh a little alert on their phone or their, their computer. Right. And say, okay, this guy's breaking quarantine. He's not authorized to leave his home, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and then the other thing is that they're gonna, you know, I'm, I'm worried that they're gonna implement something like a digital dollar, right? Oh, cash is dirty. Uh, it's gonna spread the, the virus. So we need to get off of cash and we need to go to this digital dollar. Well, it's it's a digital dollar and they can turn that off and, you know, you, you, okay, you can't, okay, maybe you're authorized to spend it in, on like at these lists of places, right? Well, okay, yeah, so you're allowed to spend it at these lists of places, um, like, how are you know how how are you gonna conduct private transactions? Uh, that that's gonna really hamper that. You know, uh, people will find a way, but at the same time, it's it's still gonna hamper it for the average person, right? Going out and let's say, for instance, you want to go get a handgun to protect yourself because that's what everyone's doing these days. Even the, (laughs) even the anti-gunners, right? Mm -hmm. But well, okay. Now you have to go to a registered FFL 
and you're gonna have to buy your gun there. Uh, and it's gonna it's gonna make private purchases harder. And then now the government knows everything that you're buying. And uh, yeah, and so and then you know obviously for the people that are collecting a check from the government, uh, those people are screwed. <laughs> you better be on your best behavior because you're not getting check if you uh you know if you're not going out there and getting your vaccine uh out there getting tested oh well during the during the during quarantine you had a mental breakdown okay you can't have a gun now in fact the guns that you do have we're going to need to see those we're going to we're going to have to mm-hmm. come and collect those and you're not going to get your money being deposited in your bank account until we have those yeah it sucks for you buddy so yeah we're gonna do like <laughs> I, I i know that's uh we're not a big bitcoin or, or cryptocurrency podcast but i we might have to start looking into that because that that that's that might have to be the answer yeah i'm not i'm still not incredibly convinced about it uh because, like, if, if the government takes full control of uh, the Internet, then how exactly are you going to... Because, you know, if they do that, they're going to outlaw VPNs. They're mm. going to outlaw uh, anything that would allow you to get away with it. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. They, they, were trying to, they were trying to pass through, a, like, a ban on encryption. Yeah. It was for the children, though. What are you saying? Well, we don't want children to die. So... Go yeah, ahead and get... dep- depends on the child. That's whatever. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what what <laughs> what color is their skin, and what country do they reside in? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I uh... Uh, but uh, but I mean, I I think gold is still a viable option. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Like I I I, I have a problem with the bitcoiners that say gold's gonna fail. Um, because I, would... <laughs> I, I think they think that if gold doesn't fail, then Bitcoin won't succeed. I think they think they cannot run in tandem. Um, but I don't understand how gold is going to fail after like thousands of years and silver as well after thousands of years of it being a incredibly stable commodity i don't i don't get the thinking and then and then quite a few bitcoin people you know if you say that then they use incredibly big words uh, <laughs> that are very specific to the technology of bitcoin and very specific to the stock of gold like the barrack uh, gold stock and um it's like, all right, man, I, I don't have, uh, like a finance degree and, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't speak, you know, what you're saying. And then they, they're like, oh, well, if you don't know what, whatever that is, you know, then you're not worth my time. And I say, oh, you're going to win over a lot of people to Bitcoin acting like that, bro. Mm. Uh, but with that said, I mean, I have a little Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, just in case. Oh. 
Allegedly, I do too. Well, mine's in Minecraft. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, I mean, the government definitely knows about mine, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I the don't on, know. The we're only gonna, thing... Gonna... The only thing that gives me hope for Bitcoin is eventually they're going to mine all that can be mined. You know, there's going to be legitimate scarcity with it. Because right now you can just, you know, set up your computer and, and mine Bitcoin. Um, yeah, but you you have to have like a ridiculous amount of processing power to do that. Yeah, but because I mean, that it, doesn't... Like it, like it gets... I think it gets rarer as time goes on. Mm -hmm. So, like, to actually successfully mine Bitcoin, I think, you kind of have to have, like, a warehouse. Hmm. <laughs> Almost. I'm pretty sure that's the case. That When I, when I was kind of looking into it, that's the kind of the impression that I got. But I... I back to what we were talking about i think gold is still gold and silver even though you can't really find that much right now uh yeah they are definitely worth looking into visit your local pawn shops yeah well i mean i i think that uh i kind of got off my chest at least some of what uh has, has been going through my head uh yeah, is is there anything that uh, you wanted to say before we sign off here? Um, no, not right now. All right. I think the flatten the curve stuff is dumb. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, <laughs> I, I'm gonna. Now you've now you've got me started again. <laughs> I freaking hate. Every little pop-up ad and banner that I see online where some dumb website is telling me to read about whatever they're doing to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever they're doing to work around or uh, try to help flatten the curve or whatever, you know, with the COVID-19, I... I refuse to click on any of that crap. <laughs> I like, I don't, I want them to feel bad about putting that garbage. I don't, I just can't stand it. I, uh, <laughs> did any, like, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that like, if there's something that everyone's talking about, like, I don't know, let's say like a, a it, not always, but sometimes with movies, you know, I'd be like, it, everyone's like, oh, you know, this this new movie or this new show. And like, I'll, I'll specifically, I won't watch it or I won't look into it just because everyone else is doing it. And I have to be some sort of contrarian. That, You're a hipster, bro. Dude, I am such a freaking hipster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's right. That's, yeah, I got the beard. I wear plaid sometimes. I mean, <laughs> but, I but you need like those, uh, like the, you need to have wax for your mustache and get little Harry Potter glasses. Ooh, yeah. Drive a, like a sob or something. I don't know. You need to drive Mr. Bean's car or a bike. 
Oh, good night. Yeah, bike. There we go. <laughs> did Did you ever see? Do you, Do you remember who Sam Hyde is? Oh, uh, I've heard the name, but you're gonna have to remind me who that is. He had a like a comedy show on Adult Sen- uh, Adult Swim, and uh, it got canceled after the first season because people were saying it was conservative. And uh, <laughs> but he did a lot of YouTube videos, and he did this one where he and one of his buddies went to Williamsburg in New York, uh, which at the time was like the hipster haven. <laughs> and and he just interviewed them and kind of uh, backhandedly, very passive-aggressively made fun of them. And he's like, he walked up to this one dude, and he's a big dude. He's like, this guy was pulling his bike, smoking a cigarette, and he looked about like how we were saying a minute ago. And uh, Sam Hyde's like, oh, bro, is that a dually four-gear channel whip? Whoa, bro, that's, that's sweet, dog. And it's... <laughs> And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. This is a a double jack quad spin. And he's like, oh, man, my bad. And, like, these people are crazy about their bikes. That's so funny. uh, Sam Hyde, man. Sam Hyde, do you know the uh, whenever something happens, like, this is a 4chan thing, kind of. Like, whenever there's a mass shooting, there's this guy with blonde hair. Oh, that's who that is. That's Sam Hyde. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's funny. God, I love the, seeing the, that. The news outlets always fall for it. At least a couple of them do. Good night. There's a picture. Oh, oh man. Yeah, uh, I, I still, I still get a chuckle. I, I, I like to bring it up to, like my family and friends that don't know about it. But like the, uh, when 4chan convinced everyone that that okay hand sign mm-hmm. well, it was a white supremacist you know symbol that's hilarious it's one of the best trolls ever i love milo, it milo milo yiannopoulos said he did that that was his doing uh yeah maybe <laughs> maybe milo yiannopoulos he's, does a lot of things yeah yeah uh, i'm not saying he's not creative but i could also definitely see him taking credit for something he was on a legion of skanks and that is by far one of my best or one of my favorite episodes of that podcast he's so funny and they're they're hilarious and then uh big j does his english accent he's like i'm gay i is i am (laughs) funny and then they have milo uh make like a uh a uh, least to most list of who he would sleep with on the podcast. <laughs> and I got in a big argument because they're like, no, you can't sleep with Lewis. He's a Puerto Rican. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I'm going to have to add that one to my list. Send me the, send me the link or uh, like oh, kind of let me know how to find it. Oh, um, I'll, I'll uh, let's see. Uh, there might be you got to watch the video in my opinion legion of skanks on oh, audio okay. just just sucks oh really but, uh, okay but then the other thing is their video like they only leave the most recent 10 episodes up and then it goes on their website behind a paywall uh, so i'll see if i can find one i mean i might just rewatch it and record it because i have i have a subscription to their website <laughs> 
because I'm a degenerate. Yeah, well, you know, IP is uh, and IP is not an actual thing. So, yeah, I love it when Dave Smith argues. Uh, I don't know. I think he's the anti-IP guy on part of the problem, and Robbie might be pro-IP. But I love it when whichever one of them argues against IP, and then after they release 10 more episodes after that, you have to pay to see that episode. Well, yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, you're, you're paying for, like, access to it. Like, they're not actually... Like, I don't think they'd come after you if you have... Like, if, if you were to record it and... uh Maybe not. Keep it on your computer or whatever. Oh, yeah, but if I post it again to YouTube, I bet they will. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Like, I, but, I, I don't think, like, obviously, like, Dave wouldn't do that. Uh, but, but it's Lewis. You know, it's, yeah, it's. It does uh, all that. Right. It's, it's Gas Digital. That would come after you, I guess. So. Yeah. It's funny stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see if I can get that. Uh, yeah, oh, I remember I when they had. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I remember when they had Milo on. That was actually like a big hairy deal. Yeah, they actually had Antifa coming after them, and yeah, they were like post. Yeah, people were posting threats, and then you know all these no-name comics were. Yeah, tweeting at him and stuff like that. You know, it's like a after you watch the uh, Milo Yiannopoulos episode, you have to watch the one where uh, Big J Okerson loses a game of basketball, and as part of a bet, they have to stick a gun in his butt. What the on air? What? Uh huh. The I thought you like you can't even have like a gun in New York. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, they borrowed one from uh, Anthony Kumia. They borrowed a Glock. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I remember I uh, I was watching that in my living room uh, in Baton Rouge. And uh, my roommate walked in and he's like, John, why are you watching gay porn right now? <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, dude, he lost a basketball. It's a bet. He lost a basketball. Now he gets a gun in the butt. It's 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 not gay if it's a Glock. <laughs> no, no, that's extra gay. It's extra gay. <laughs> that's definitely. I, I can I can excuse, you know, most other things. Like if you want to stick a cig up there, that's all right. So, so yeah, you 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 take a forty-five barrel from a nineteen. Oh, I wouldn't take anything. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought we were talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, but I mean, a forty-five nineteen eleven would be the most badass thing, or like a uh, like like if 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 sticking a gun up your butt was somehow not gay, it would only not be gay if it was a nineteen eleven, right? Well, it's on a spectrum, you know. Like there's more gay and less gay. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, like that's if, true. If if you stick a, a stick a desert eagle up there, you are most definitely that's gay. That's super gay. Exactly. Okay, here's my question. I don't even... I'm trying to figure out how this works. Because, like, I'm worried about the front sight post, you know? Yeah. Is it, you know, it's like... Well, okay, they... yeah, you got, you got, like, the rounded edges on most guns, you know? But, you know, once you get to the that front sight post, 
and then you're trying to pull it back out. Well, oh, that's an issue. <laughs> well, they had they had a uh, a fan from the crowd uh, come up and lube him, oh, and oh, uh, oh. No. they had his uh, <laughs> no 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 I'm sorry she lubed the gun. They put a condom on the gun, and this oh woman lubed it, and then his his girlfriend lubed him while smoking a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> so it had a condom on, and uh, and uh, one of those hosts is really good friends with Tom Woods. <laughs> one, one of the guys that was like less than a foot away from it. <laughs> yeah, well, Tom Woods, he's 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 a tolerant guy. So. Tom Woods is about that life. He's all about that. Tom Woods is definitely a skank. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope no one like ice. We haven't had anyone isolate any of our audio clips. And, and oh, I want to. I want to get onto the Burning Boots soundboard. Ooh. <laughs> Do, have they ever? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever heard them like. Uh, <laughs> they, they had one they had one that was uh hank hill from king of the hill oh yeah yeah and he he said what the hell kind of country is this if you can only hate a man if he's white oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious oh man oh king of the hill's the best yeah I've watched one or two episodes, but oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. God, dude, <laughs> you deserve a Glock. I'll say that. I, dude, hey, back, back to, back to me being a hipster. My favorite mm-hmm. gun to carry is a CZ. So, yeah, no, I uh, agree with that. The CZ is a popular gun. No, no, it's not popular. Don't say really. That. No, don't say that. Why? It's very because you want them all for yourself. It's, no, it's it's very unique. Okay. You're, are you are you clinging on to something? <laughs> are you clinging on Cot- to some cotton. ideal cotton. that I'm not aware of? <laughs> no, it's very unique. Definitely not mainstream at all. Mm. And I, I won't I won't have you say otherwise. So. Well, I'll have a quick discussion with the uh, gun chat on the dissecting liberty Discord, which all of you should join join it uh and uh i will tell y'all that there is quite a lot of cz talk because it is a very popular pistol it's not popular and uh, a very popular brand and it is much loved and much purchased and uh i don't i don't know what you're talking about here and zero is a self-hating hipster All right. Well, on that yeah. note, on that note, I'm Liberty Zero, reminding you to zero your rifle now more than ever. And I'm Cottonarchist, reminding you to pick cotton voluntarily and buy a CZ. And CZs are not mainstream. Hmm. Hmm. Really? <laughs> Is that so? You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, y'all.